Hi and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. Alright. If you'd like to view the program at these following locations, you can. You can view the program here. Goodhouse1968.airtime.pro Goodhouse1968.net goodhouse1968.space blogtalkradio.com forward slash Jesus excuse me blogtalkradio.com forward slash goodhouse1968 if you'd like to support the ministries or make a donation you can please support the ministries just go to goodhouse1968.name and uh, you could support the ministries by buying a track there. All right. Good, I petition that you open our hearts, open the love of our hearts that we have for you, and let this love grow stronger and stronger in bondage and in unity. And let this love guide us to be righteous people and do as your laws and rules and regulations ask. I pray this in the name of Josiah. Jesus Christ, amen. <clears throat> Good hospitality. The scripture says we should treat our brothers and sisters of the congregation with hospitality. At Romans chapter 12, verse 13 says, Share what you have with God's people and practice hospitality. So we should also share our blessings with the congregation as well as other people who are coming into the congregation or the house of God. So if you see the family need food, buy them some food. If you see a family needs clothes, Buy them some clothes. If you see your family needs heat in the home, pay the gas bill. Them pay the gas bill so they they can have heat. But it's not that the burden would be on you. Ask the other congregation members to contribute. That's the example I'm trying to get out. Is you have to be hospitable. At First Timothy three two, says the congregation leader must be above reproach. He must be faithful to his wife. Temperament, self-controlled, orderly, hospitable, the key word, and able to teach. So we want to be hospitable as leaders of the congregation, meaning the funds that come into the congregation should be used to support the congregation. Bible materials, things like that. So we see here, again, the Lord advising us to be hospitable to the congregation members as well as other people. At 1 Titus chapter 1, verse 8 says, On the contrary, must be hospitable, devoted to good. The key word, devoted to good, meaning we don't forsake good for any darkness, material things. We don't forsake good for any reason whatsoever. A one slight slip. And you take the dark path thinking you'll just do this for a second. 
or sin for a second, but it'll pay off in the long run or lifetime, is not the truth. Once darkness has you with that little slip up, it's got you for good most of the time. It's hard to rebound from that. It says sober-minded, uprighteous, holiness, and self-control. Here again, we are advised to be devoted to good and being hospitable, because the congregation elders or teacher is a role model for us, as well as Yeshua or Jesus Christ was a role model for the first, uh, for the first brothers and sisters of the, the first Christians. Also, our minds should be set upon scriptural things as we are advised to be sober-minded. So we want to be sober-minded. It doesn't mean you can't have a drink. It means sober-minded, thinking of righteous things and upright things that will ward off attacks, spiritual attacks that come in unseen forms and unseen circumstances. First Peter chapter 4, verse 9 says, Welcome one another into your homes without grumbling for congregation members. So we should not complain about having congregation members over, even for congregation meetings. So if there's a congregation meeting needed to be, we want to let the brothers and sisters use our facilities to meet and speak of spiritual things and to congregate over spiritual things. And the key comes to staying in your home. If it's not a stranger and he's your brother or congregation member, it shouldn't be a problem if he needed to stay over for whatever period of time to be able to do so. Because you can work out arrangements with the, fellow, the, the brothers and sisters of the congregation. So don't be so hearted on a person because of the hard times that we all go through and the burdens that are on us. And I pray constantly that the burdens be lessened or taken away from us. And this is something that you should do the same. All right, now I'm going to the Bible reading. In those days when there was no king in Israel, there was a certain Levi living on the far side of Ephraim Hill, who took a woman from Bethlehem in Judah to be his concubine. But his concubine was unfaithful to him and left him to go to her father's house at Bethlehem in Judah, where she stayed for some time, four months. Then her husband went after her to persuade her to return. He had his servant with him and a pair of donkeys. She brought him into her father's house and... When the, fa the girl's father saw him, he was glad to meet him. His father-in-law, the girl's father, kept him there. So he remained with them, with him three days. They ate, drank, and stayed there. On the fourth day, they got up early in the morning, and he prepared to leave. But the girl's father said to his son-in-law, You'll feel better if you have a bite of food before you leave. So the two of them sat down and ate and drank together. Then the girl's father said to the man, 
Please stay one more night and have a good time. The man rose to leave, but his father-in-law pressed him, so he stayed there again. The morning of the, of the fifth day, he got up early to leave, but the girl's father said, Why don't you have something to eat and leave this afternoon? So the two men ate. When the man got up to leave with his concubine and servant, his father-in-law, the girl's father, said to him, Look, it's almost evening. Please stay the night. You see that it's getting late. Stay on, enjoy yourself, and tomorrow get going early on your way home. But the man wouldn't stay that night. So he got up and left with his concubine and his two saddled donkeys. They arrived at Uvas, also known as Jerusalem. By the time they arrived at Uvis, it was nearly evening. And the servant said to his master, Why don't we go on into the city of Uvis and stay there? But his master said to him, We won't go into a city of foreigners which doesn't belong to the people of Israel. We'll go on across to Giva. He said to his servant, Let's go, we'll get to one of those places. We'll stay in Giva or Rama. So they went on and kept traveling until the sun set on them near Giva, which belongs to Benjamin. There they were turned off the road to go and stay in Giva. <clears throat> He went in and sat down in the city's open space. Since no one had offered his home for them to spend the night. In time, at nightfall, an old man came from his work field, work in the fields. He was from the Ephraim Hills and was staying in Giver. Although the residents were of Benjamin, The old man looked up, saw the travelers in the city's open space, and said, Where are you going and where are you coming from? He replied, We're crossings from Beit Leachum and Uter to the far side of Ephraim Hill. That's where I am from. I went to Beit Leachum and Uter, and now I'm going to the house of good. But there's no one here who will let me spend the night in his home. She here, speaking of what I spoke on before, spending a night in the brothers and sisters' home. Let's see what takes place here. Does this brother offer him shelter? We have straw and food for our donkeys, also bread and wine for me. My concubine and the boy there with your servants, we don't need anything else. The old man said, you're welcome to stay with me. I'll take care of anything you like. Just don't spend the night out in, in the open. So he brought him home and gave food to the donkeys. Then they washed their feet, ate and drank. So we see here, you can let a fellow brother 
or sister from the congregation stay in your home. But be aware that there are also false prophets out there, people who will claim to be your brother or sister trying to deceive you into believing that and yet be an enemy. So you want to be on the watch for that, the enemies. Only your true brothers and sisters, and you will know this by questioning them about things you've learned through Good House 1968. There were relaxing when suddenly some men from the city, good for nothing, surrounded the house and began beating at the door. Send out the man who came home with you. They demanded of the old man whose house it was. We want to have sex with him. The man whole, the man whose house it was went out and said to them, no, my brothers, please don't do anything as wrong as this. Look, he's just a guest in my house. Don't do this degrading thing. He's my daughter who's a virgin and his concubine. I'll bring them out. Mistreat them. Do what you want to them, but don't do such a degrading thing to this man. However, the men wouldn't listen to him. So the man took hold of his concubine and brought her out to them. They raped her and abused her all night long. Only at dawn did they let her go. At daybreak, the woman came and fell down at the door of the man's house, where her husband was, and she was still there when it grew light. When her husband got up, opened the doors of the house, and went out to go on his way, he saw the woman lying there with her hands stretched out toward the door. He said to her, get up, let go. But there was no answer. So he, he loaded her body on the donkey and began his trip home. On arrival at his house, he got a knife, took hold of his concubine's body cut her up into 12 pieces, and sent them to all the regions of Israel. Everyone who saw it said, From the day the people of Israel came up from Egypt, until now never has such a thing happened or been seen. What are we going to do about it? Talk it over and decide. So we see here, even though they were invited to the home of this uh, brother, the, the event turned to on a bad side where the people outside who noticed them wanted to rape them. But we're going to see the outcome of this. And uh, the outcome is good. It's really good. And... What we want to remember in situations like this, like the gentleman gave his wife for them to, he gave the young lady for them to, to have sexual relationships with. But the thing is, if you had a slave, instead of uh, humiliating someone or letting them be, I've run out of time. I'm sorry about that. All right. I'll speak with you guys later.